0: It's a beautiful sunny day and let's say you and your family and friends are on a hike and you're trekking up these beautiful hills with beautiful flowers that are blooming and all of a sudden someone falls. They scrape their knee, they break a bone and at that moment you think, what do I have, right? What do I have in my bag that can help? So this is where emergency herbal medicine comes in. Now this branch of herbalism can really be broken down into two different kinds. So there's, you can uh, address the acute symptoms which acute is onset, right? That's the main difference between acute and chronic. Chronic is long-term, acute is sudden, right? So you can address acute um, issues with, with this branch of herbalism or uh, there's another branch where you're completely out of reach, right, of medical assistance. So let's say you're out in a uh, remote area where you maybe you can't reach, you know, emergency services and you need to treat something um, right then and there. Now that I will link. There are actually courses that you can take for emergency Herbal medicine. In regards to that instance, uh, they call it wilderness first aid and other names. And I'll put links for schools in the show notes for you guys to source those. But in today's episode, we're going to be talking about addressing acute symptoms. Now, I do have a disclaimer in my description, but I'll just reemphasize again: Um, this information in this episode is not meant to substitute. Medical assistance in any way or fashion, and it's not meant to treat, cure, or prevent any illness. All right, so with that being said, let's jump in to these plants. Now, this first one, we actually have seedlings of these sprouting up right now, and it's cayenne. I'm sure you probably have this in your kitchen as well. Now, cayenne, it's a carminative herb what that means is it it pertains to the digestive system and what it does it's stimulating with all the it's very rich in these volatile oils and it stimulates not only the digestive system but the circulation of blood flow throughout the body and because of this it's a catalyst for certain chemical reactions to occur. It's a driver. So let's say you have a herbal formula. Um, You can incorporate cayenne if you want it to get into the system faster. Now cayenne, uh, because of this warming uh, attribute that happens once it's ingested, not only does it help relieve pain uh, in regards to You know, let's say you get a cut, right, or a bruise. So cayenne, not only does it address the pain issue, it also helps. Let's say you get a cut, right, and the branch on which you get the cut on, it looks a little bit grimy. (laughs) It's a grimy branch. There was something on there before, and you're questioning whether or not your cut um, will get infected or not. So cayenne, it helps to not only address the pain, but it pulls out toxins uh, within tissues and bodies, the body's um, liquids. And it's also an antimicrobial so that addresses the, you know, pulling out the toxins and um, keeping the wound area clean. Mm-hmm. Now, the second uh, plant is Arnica. Now, arnica. I'm pretty sure you've heard about it. There are so many there, are so many species of it. The most well known is arnica montana, um, and because of its, <laughs> um, you know, its reputable uh, reputation, unfortunately, the plant is endangered. So if you can, uh, I would encourage you to grow this one in particular. Uh, if you'd like so that way you'll have it on hand and you can use the flowers fresh in regards to wound healing now arnica is great it's it's a lovely all-round plant to have in your emergency medicine kit and this is because it addresses um, inflammation in tissues in regards to a variety of things so be it concussions, bruises, scrapes, uh, bleeding. So it interacts with the blood system and there's a point in the blood circulation where the body reabsorbs the blood. And if I'm not mistaken, this is, um, in regards to the spleen as well. The spleen does that job. So, um, In that regard, it helps to reduce any internal bleeding, right? So if you have a bruise and it's looking a little bit reddish or purple under and it's growing, um, arnica can be applied to that um, to address that issue. And because it's of its anti inflammatory property um, and antibacterial, It also uh, helps to keep wounds clean. So Arnica, you can use it in a variety of ways. Um, Using it internally is not recommended unless you're working with a certified herbalist because the concentrations of the plant are a little bit high because that can be toxic if ingested. So in that regard, um, work with a qualified herbalist, but... Applied topically, you can infuse the oil or, inf- sorry, <laughs> infuse the flowers in an oil. You can use the flowers fresh if you have them on hand, um, or you can incorporate it into a salve. So there are many ways that you can use arnica. Now, the next plant you probably have this one in your kitchen too is ginger. Now I've talked about ginger before in the um in a previous podcast episode where we talked about the medicinal uses of kitchen spices and ginger was definitely highlighted in there because it is considered a universal medicine in regards to Ayurveda and it's actually categorized as a sattvic plant. Now in regards to Ayurveda these substances these sattvic substances are deemed to be infused with clarity compassion and wisdom basically they're intertwined with the divine energy so they're the <laughs> these plants and substances are highly regarded in ayurvedic practices and ginger is one of them so ginger for its warming properties now ginger in regards to emergency. um herbal practices can be applied in regards to let's say you've ingested um, a substance that is not agreeing (laughs) with your stomach at all ginger can help to alleviate uh, symptoms of discomfort uh, within your gastrointestinal tract and it can also be mixed with um, activated charcoal To avoid any, you know, food poisoning in that regard. Activated charcoal is also another great substance to have on hand in your emergency kit. Which I'll talk about other substances later, but that's definitely one of them. Alright, so that's ginger. Um, And it can also be applied topically because of its warming properties as well. And because of that, it'll help reduce pain. All right, fourthly, there is yarrow, the wounded warrior plant, and it's called the wounded warrior plant because um, soldiers in uh, Mesopotamia times and in Greece used yarrow flower to apply on their wounds. Once they were wounded in war, they'd carry it with them um, to help in that regard. So, yarrow is also one of those plants that are extremely well rounded and have multiple uses. But in regards to um, pain and emergency medicine, yarrow is antiseptic and it also helps to reduce bleeding. And if you have experienced this, like applying the flower itself, it's quite magical (laughs) what it does. So you can either use the plant fresh, depending on where you're at, or if you need like a long-term storage of actually any of these plants, you can dry them and powder it. So you can make like a quick poultice to apply. Um, And yes, so yarrow helps in regards to reducing bleeding. It's also an astringent. So it helps wick out any moisture within Wounds. Most of these plants are have, or excuse me, they have astringent properties, and yarrow is definitely one of them. All right, another plant on this list is lobelia. Now, this is in regards to the upper respiratory tract. Now, lobelia, or Indian tobacco as it's (laughs) commonly named, um, its active uh, compound in there is lobeline. And what this does is it helps to stimulate the um, respiratory tract. So stimulate, what does that really mean? Stimulate in regards to help regulate the flow of circulation within the respiratory system. So this is beneficial if you have any muscle spasms that are going on in your chest, right? Um, Asthma, Um, just a hard time breathing lobelia can help in that regard um it's also properly or popularly used as a substitute for tobacco you know as an herbal smoke that's a sidebar (laughs) that's not in regards to emergency (laughs) herbalism but lobelia is definitely on the list for that regard and then lastly Uh, I can't talk about emergency herbal um, plants without talking about eucalyptus. (laughs) Eucalyptus, man. Eucalyptus has so many uses. Uh, Koalas love them. Animals love it. (laughs) Um, So eucalyptus. Now, before I go on, I want to clarify. So there are actually two different kinds of eucalyptus. And this is important to note. Uh, especially if you have little ones um, and you'd like to utilize plants in regards to um, emergency herbal practices, eucalyptus. So the main difference, there's the eucalyptus globulus, which is very common. Um, Now that plant, the constitutes are a little bit different compared to the radiata, species. Um, And because of this difference, the globulus is not recommended for little ones, okay, because of the compounds in there. It could be a little bit toxic for them. So gravitate towards the radiata eucalyptus for the little ones. Um, So with that being said, yes, eucalyptus, um, I love using it as a salve. To apply, this is, you can make like, you know, it's a great option if you want a petroleum-free salve to use on your chest as a chest rub. Uh, You can also use the oil and dilute it with another carrier oil and apply it to the feet in regards to uh, cold and flu symptoms, Uh, fever, chills, clamminess, eucalyptus is great in that regard. So those are the plant substances, and I do want to highlight a few other ones that you may want to incorporate into your emergency herbal kit. Um, And these are just substances to have on hand, either with you or in your kitchen, to help mitigate or reduce acute symptoms. Now, like I mentioned earlier, um, activated charcoal is a great one in regards to pulling out toxins out of the body um, rather quickly. Um, And because of that, using it long-term is not optimal. So it's really good for just um, treating the symptoms on hand. Another great one is vitamin C. I personally love the powdered form just because it's nice to add in like different food substances (laughs) for the little ones (laughs) to sneak it in there. Um, Yes, but vitamin C is great in regards to either preventing um, acute situations or, uh, treating them on hand. The vitamin C can actually be mixed in, like if you're making a poultice, you can mix it in with the, um, with the plant substances just a little bit. Cause vitamin C, the powder can be very harsh. Um, but it has, it's very, it's a very potent anti-inflammatory. There are actually studies about vitamin C, um, Uh, And how high administering high, high doses of vitamin C actually has the potential to kill or die, make, you know, cancer cells die off, which is amazing. It's quite radical, Um, at least to us, you know, to biology. It's not, not really. (laughs) Um, So, yes, those are a couple substances. Oh, and then um, thirdly, apple cider vinegar. That one's also a really great one. Um, I'm actually making my first batch because I buy so much. <laughs> so if you are an avid user of any of the vinegars, really, um, making your own will definitely help. And then not only in regards to um, human health, is apple cider beneficial? And acute symptoms is also great for animals, right? Um so some of you do know, we do have backyard chickens, and um, a couple of weeks ago, they had like a fight off. We have two different breeds right now. Um, I don't know what the latest breed is, but the older ones are a British kind, the game chickens. You know, game chickens are very aggressive. So I went out one day, and there were feathers everywhere in the yard, and a couple of our chickens got injured. So what we did, um, we utilized the apple cider vinegar to pour it on the wound, and then um, I put a few drops of ginger, of a ginger tincture on their wound to help with pain. So as you can see, these this list of emergency herbal plants on the go it's not only great for us you know while we're out and about enjoying the world and its beauty and its bounty it's also beneficial for our fellow animals so that's the best that's the best part you know using it for both for everyone really all right guys so that concludes this episode i hope this helps um and I really wanted to give you this information in preparation for, you know, spring and summer because it's getting warm outside. People are going to be outside enjoying nature. So, having these on hand in the trunk of your car, uh, wherever you go, really, in your purse, in your diaper bag, um, yeah, it will help you. And let me know if there are any recipes that you try. Um, tag us wherever you post (laughs) it. And I'd love to see what you guys are making. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next Thursday. Bye for now.